What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Create Your Frequency podcast. Today, I have a very lovely guest, my very own, uh, Sarah Slaby. Thank Hi. you for being here, babe. Thank you for having me. No problem. I'm so, glad to be here. Awesome. I'm glad you're here, too. So, never done something like this before where, you know, I put my personal life out. But I think, you know, the power couple dynamic that we have uh, will be able to help a lot of entrepreneurs and in their relationships and kind of how to navigate both entrepreneurship life and relationship life and all that as a whole. So I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah, me too. Uh, same here. I've never done uh, such thing like that. So super excited to share some values uh, for people who are there, like you said, entrepreneurs like us and kind of um, just drop some drop some nuggets yeah exactly absolutely uh l you know we're trying to build these experiences so it's awesome to you know add this to the bucket list yeah we've, you know we've been dating for almost a year now and there's you know different things that we're working on including starting several ventures taking care of our families uh traveling uh learning together reading the same books on our fitness <laughs> journey and um you know really really you know creating impact together amongst ourselves internally and then creating ripples outside so awesome um, the cool. purpose of this is to share applicable power couple dynamics and, and different strategies that you can use in your relationship, uh, especially if you're dating another, uh, you know, you're dating another entrepreneur, you're dating another uh, someone that's powerful being that understands the bigger purpose in life and, and how to combine the masculine and feminine energy in different aspects, including business, including fitness, including learning and, you know, uh, trickling those values down. So we'll go ahead and get started. So. Let's tell them a little bit about how we met. Okay. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll start and you can kind of join in. So, uh, guys, when we moved to Austin, Texas, we were completely, you know, this was a new city for us. So we were, we were networking with different people and we were creating these relationships online that we can meet in person, of course, you know, using social media as leverage. Uh, this is the first time I made a Tinder profile in my life. So uh, that's not how we met. Funny <laughs> yes, story. Yes, so not on Tinder, <laughs> not on a dating app. Perfect. Me neither. It was uh, it was actually Bumble. Uh, what's it called? Bumble Business. They have like a Bumble Business thing. So Sean actually uh, told me to go ahead and made Tinder. Okay. But uh, we were we were going ahead and we, we were meeting different people, uh, guys and girls, just uh, people in Austin, and we were you know going networking, you know, mm -hmm. top golf, whatever main event, all that stuff. And, and there was a girl that uh, you know we were going out as a as a as a group. So I told her I'll bring my friend, and then she was bringing her friend. And so what ended up happening is uh, Sarah was actually supposed to be Sean's date. <laughs> so, um, uh, but you claimed that it wasn't a yeah, double it date. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It wasn't a date because, um, well, at that time for me, I was just kind of working on myself, um, not talking to anybody or dating anyone. I, like when we first met, um, I've told you all, like, I've never been on a date when you asked me. Right. And so, um, so my friend, she was like, okay, well, there's this guy that I really want to go on a date with, and then he's bringing somebody with him, his, his business partner, his friend. And I was like, well, as like, you know, I don't go on dates and stuff like that, uh, but I'll come with you as a... To support. Just to support, right, right. you know? And so, yeah, so we just went there. <laughs> yeah, so we went, and I remember uh, we did the old switcheroo, so what ended up happening is that you were sitting across from Sean, yeah. But then we ended up switching. Uh, I, I took the other chair. So yeah. me, me and you ended up sitting in front of each other. And we were connecting. And of course, everyone was mingling. We were you know, getting to know each other, all that. But I felt like we vibed right, right off the bat. And, and we um, did. And then fast forward a little bit. Uh, I, I asked permission to that 
person. I was like, hey, Absolutely, I'm, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and continue t talking to Sarah. I know that we didn't vibe that much, but mm -hmm. me and Sarah did, so I'm going to continue talking to her. And um, what ended up happening is we kicked it off, and we had so many similarities. Even though we, we came from completely different backgrounds, we had so many similarities, and it was an instant kind of synergy between us. Yeah. Um, and so a few months later, you know, we started dating, and that was the start of a beautiful relationship. And I think both of us, uh, in our prior relationships, we already we already dealt with so much and Correct. pretty much very comfortable with ourselves. Learned to kind of you know adapt and be the best version of ourselves. And a lot of things that people go through in their day to day in their relationships, we kind of eliminated those issues. Exactly, exactly, because that's how you perform this strong uh, bond and this strong relationship when you are powerful as individual. And then, and you date that same same right. person as also as a powerful as an individual and then coming together a lot of things that you know you're not going to need to go through uh because you already like dealt you said you already yourself. dealt with them by yourself you grow out of it so it's going to be a little bit easier for you to come in together with of course as a new relationship and as a new person as you you know i like how you said that two individual powerful entities creating a third one. Exactly. So you were, you were powerful by yourself. You had your strengths, you had your weaknesses, I had my strengths, weaknesses. You had your goals, I had my goals. And from there, pretty much when we joined forces, it was like, all right, this is my strengths, let's build on them. Yeah. This is yours, this is my weaknesses, this is yours. Yeah. Let's build on them and then we kind of, and again, it wasn't the time, it wasn't the length of time. Exactly, yeah. A lot of people, they, they think is like, okay, well, I have to know this person this long in order for me to, to be this comfortable, to be this close and have this fun. But um, with us, it wasn't that case. Uh, I mean, of course, we were, we were uh, taking it slow with certain things, but it's more of a like this instant bond that happened that how you fit in into my life really quickly mm. and how I did the same thing without having to really sometimes talk about certain things we didn't honestly go through it we just kind of just like picked up on exactly so like a perfect example was like in the beginning sarah used to tell me she would wake up at 4 a.m and now crazy thing is i've always been trying to wake up at four you know as an entrepreneur as a, a as someone that i want to you know start multiple businesses it's like hey you got to wake up early all the billionaires wake up early and yeah. you know we're talking about our bedtime yeah and sarah's asleep by nine o'clock so i'm like <laughs> at nine o'clock i'm 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 mid-work you know I'm like there's so much things i'm that i'm doing at that time where my mind's awake but she's like look i get the majority of my work done in the morning and i'm you know i became a morning person and i have those two three hours to myself while no one bothers me and i'm like oh, you don't you don't really need to do that and she's like try it and yeah. then it's and you know going to the gym in the morning or in the evening my phone's constantly blowing up i feel like i'm on other people's time but in that morning no one bothers you. Exactly. No one's up. <laughs> exactly. No one's yeah. up. So we, we instantly did that. And yeah. the next thing you know, we're going to the gym at, you know, there at 5 a.m. Yeah. And then we'll talk about meditation and the morning routine, how that fits in. But I'm talking about the specific, like, that was one thing you told me and it clicked. And I was just like, all right, we're going to do this from now on. Yeah. And now it's, you know, us in the morning. So yeah. um, with that being said, another example would be, what, what were you going to say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was saying about drinking. Okay. Being um, my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, uh, I'm not sure I'm not like a really big drinker or anything, but I'll be drinking occasionally, you know, um, every now and then we go with some just friends socially. and just like socially and then I'll have like probably one, one drink and that's it. Like I've never been 
like I've never like actually been sitting home and went by liquor right. and then like, just sitting right. doing that at home. It's just like just it's, it's, it's just not me. I mean, as like you know, from like what I came from, it's just like we don't have such thing like that. So we didn't really grow up on that. And then the same thing with me, of course, uh, with my lifestyle, with my fitness, that just something doesn't really fit right. into my life. Um, but then when we met. And I saw you, like, you mentioned, like, you don't drink, and then it's been, like, a whole year for you that you haven't actually had one drink. And then, and you mentioned something that, like, you really don't need to to have a drink for you to have fun exactly. and um, to be that, that level of, like, you know, social or whatever. And so I kind of was like, damn, like, this is really, I love this. Like, you having to go out and not, just stick with water or stick with juice or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, and at that time, it was like, I was already like, I don't. You didn't drink I, often. I don't, no, I yeah. never drink often. Yeah. Like, if I drink every, probably every three months to four months, I'll like have one drink. That's all. Like, with some friends. But yeah, and then I saw that, I was like, wow, that's perfect like time. I don't, I don't need to have drinking, of course. Um, I saw something like what you said, okay, um, that's really a good habit to add because drinking it does not like really uh, add or anything. Benefit, yeah. Exactly. There's nothing to it. It's just more of that temporary feelings that which is you can actually feel it 10 times better when you actually right. awake. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I and then since then. I think the way it went down was yeah, the date, the first date, you did have one. I did, I and, did. And then after that, and there's one day, I was like, hey, you, you, you're getting a drink? And you're like, I don't drink anymore. I was like, wait, what? Since when? And you're like, I'm just, I'm yeah, just yeah, stopping cold yeah. turkey. And so that was very powerful. Like, it, it, didn't, it didn't need convincing. I don't do it for religious reasons. Yeah. I don't do it for health reasons. It's just spiritually, it doesn't add any value. And I didn't want to be in the norm of everyone right. going out and doing the same thing for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's all they're looking forward to. And yeah. then it becomes like a thing. Um, Hey, you, you got money? Go spend it. Go blow it on a club at the yeah, club, just yeah. drinking and like paying three thousand dollars for a bottle. Like, it, it, it didn't really I, didn't make sense at all. Yeah. So that was another example. Um, another example was a couple of the books. So I recommended uh, you know one or two books, and you went and read the the first version. You read the women's version, and then like, <laughs> taking the ebook yeah. audiobook notes. And yeah. so now we're just having conversations about different books. And then uh, the same thing with fitness. You're like, you know, fitness was natural to you. Like, uh, you know, work, different workouts, different healthy eating habits, um, you know, including meditation and all that. But mm -hmm. this was just natural to you because you've been building it for, what, six years now? Correct, you know? yeah. And then um, when, you tell, when you told me, I was like, well, this makes sense. Let's adapt it into my lifestyle. You're, you're, you're adding the, the ab exercises. Yeah. You're adding freaking 10 minutes of Stairmaster. Yeah. Before I met Sarah, I'd be like three minutes on the Stairmaster, dying. But now, uh, yeah. Now, now yeah. we build that, re you know, that that resistance and that consistencies where it's like we yeah. do twelve minutes and we're like one more minute, one more minute. Can you push it? You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, um, of course. And so with all these things, that's what that uh, makes it the the relationship so powerful because you do these things naturally. You don't have to like force these things. So, Sarah, what does what does a power couple mean to you? Um, to me, means where two people who are very powerful as individual and then they come together and form a powerful relationship and 
And to me, the most powerful thing is, well, when you look at the partner that you're choosing, what does this partner actually make you feel? Or like, what does bring you into your life? Does he bring out the best self in you? And, and which is, in that case, we do. And that's, I feel like, this really a big part of being a very powerful uh, couple and having that support and that unconditional love without having to have something in return, you know? Amazing. So. I agree with everything you said. The only thing I'm going to add is the exchange of power. It's someone else bringing something that you don't have mm -hmm. to the table yeah. and then you implementing it immediately, which we just gave a bunch of examples. So exactly. very good yeah. definition. Um, we read a book. Which book was it that talked about unconditional love and divine love? Oh, um, Mastering the Ma Present Moment. Mastering the Present Moment. There you go. Yes. Uh, I, I love that part. It's actually, it's in Chapter 3. Um, he was talking about different type of love. There is that human love. There is a spiritual love and there is a divine love. Human love is you love somebody, but at a certain time you really, you get very annoyed and frustrated. Mm. And, and at a time you, you, you're you not going to have the same love as you when you have, when you're like feeling good. Kind of like a like conditional that. love. Exactly. Um, a spiritual love is you love that someone very much, but also it varies at a time where uh, let's say during a conflict or during a something that you expected for him or for her to do and then at that moment your love kind of varies um, now with divine love you don't have all these mm, no strings attached. exactly you just you how to call it you can call it as the universe love let's say the universe loves you whether you do anything or not anything or not because it's very unconditional love and 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 that goes and how you show this divine love when you actually of course your your interaction and then beyond like you see beyond that person um, past or present what they have what they can offer you and all that and and what they say to you so you see all that beyond that mm. you know no judgments no nothing no judgment no nothing it's unconditional exactly but like at a deeper level exactly no matter what okay that's exactly. amazing yeah. you know this would be the perfect time to talk about one of our favorite books the five love languages yes okay so um you know for the audience that doesn't know let's let's do this let's let's put it uh, put us on the spot let's name the love languages ready yes okay so um gift giving is one of them okay um uh, words of affirmation okay quality time uh, physical touch. Physical touch and uh, acts of service. Correct. Yeah. So those are the five. Now, what would you say, why is it important to kind of sh embody and show all five of them? But of course, people have one or two as their main ones. Yeah. So let's get into that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, well, first of all, the book, the whole book is really, really good. Like, uh, you might like, okay, you look at the, the name of the book and you look at it and it's like, that's such a like a silly name. I know, I know what love means uh, and I'm yeah, knowing yeah. that, but then when I actually mm. like go deep into like the book itself, you'll start like, of course you might heard of, of things, but the way they put it out and then right, right. it will make like more sense. It was like, wow, like I'll start more, paying attention more to like certain things that he'll mention. 
Um, it's funny, I ask everyone now. Yeah. Once we have a deeper conversation, I ask Sean, I ask Conan, I ask my business partner, what's your love language? I ask yeah. my mom, I ask my dad. It, it, it's important, like uh, people don't notice like how important it is to actually know uh, each one, like your, uh, your partner or like your friends, your family, mm. you need to know uh, what's their love language. Because you might think that you're, you're loving them, but you're loving them in the wrong way. Or you're loving them the way you think they want to be loved. Exactly, but, but, but the it, it turns wanna, out yeah. uh, uh, it's not the right way. And then a lot of people, they have difficult time to express, oh, like, okay, well, that's not the way I want it. Like, that's not the way I like to be loved or mm. something like that. So it really gives you that awareness. Exactly. Yeah. And for example, like with us, I good, mean, of course, good I'm example, <laughs> <laughs> bad example, good example. Yeah. Learning um, lesson. Yeah. Uh, with us, it's just like, of course, at the beginning, we saw we saw kind of knowing mm. each other and stuff like that. And of course, we, we like like you mentioned, it's very important to speak all of these and especially like in a relationship. Um, but of course you balance it out, but it's also very, uh, important to know what's the primary language. What's your primary language, baby? <laughs> well, mine is, uh, quality, quality time. time. Right. Yes. So uh, that's the thing. In the beginning, I was showing you a love language that wasn't your primary. It was still important to you, exactly. but it wasn't a primary. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, I'm spending all this time doing this. But you wanted the quality time. You, you want the QT, right? Exactly. So you want the QT, QT with the QT. QT. <laughs> um, pick up lines. Uh, just kidding. Um, so you want a quality time. And then yeah. um, same thing. I'm, I'm showing one lo like love language, mm -hmm. and you're receiving it the wrong way. Yeah. And then same thing. You, you were showing me one, and that wasn't my primary. That was my second. I still liked it, but it was like not the primary. Right. And, yeah, it's not that you don't appreciate it when, when right. you do that. It's um, like, like I said, we speak it all. Like we, we say like very nice things to each other. So what would you say is uh, the best way for a couple to find out what both of their love languages are? Okay, great question. Um, first, you gotta be open uh, when it comes to your feelings um, in order for your relationship to actually work if you want that growth. Okay, you gotta communicate if this person is doing the, not necessarily saying the wrong thing, but it is doing more than, than what it's actually your primary language is, uh, love languages. Um, communicate that with them. And, in, and sometimes if you don't really communicate that with them, you can show them in other ways. Uh, kind of hint at it. Exactly, hint at it. And of course, if your partner is aware enough, yeah. It, they're gonna pick on it, okay? Uh, I mean, I mean, you can people sometimes notice, okay, when they're sitting together, um, how when when you touch them, how you make them feel, you know, start noticing that. Um, or if someone uh, their love language is act of service, like with simple things, help them around the house, exactly, the help them around the house and yeah. stuff like that you'll see them like the happiness on their face. I was like, oh wow, I really appreciate it. And that's how you like, you really pick up, okay, let me do more of what actually makes them happy. And then that's how you kind of start realizing, right. um, okay, they love that Simple things thing. like that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I see a lot of couples like, 
speaking the wrong love language and they'll be like doing gift giving and they're giving buying them all them stuff and the partner still doesn't really kind of accept them because that's not yeah. what they're looking for exactly they're looking for quality time exactly you know what I'm saying they're looking for acts of service or they're looking for you know physical touch exactly but you're trying to you're trying to bribe them you know as opposed yeah, to yeah so yeah. you got to be very aware but like you said you have to be receptive yeah the partner has to pick up so let, let, this goes into the next topic so you know communication is very important in any industry and any right. you know through, through relatives through siblings doesn't matter but how important is communication in a power couple dynamic uh it, huge um without it you won't you won't go far with the relationship um you have to you have to be at that level of like you communicate everything you don't have to like hold on to something if you don't like a certain thing it's okay to communicate that with your in, partner in the, in the right, I, in, way. In the right yeah. way absolutely i mean a lot of people um they're kind of afraid not uh, not necessarily afraid uh maybe they're afraid to be judged at a certain things uh they don't want to communicate it uh or especially they, if or they sugarcoat it oh they sh exactly exactly um uh, we'll do an example i i love uh having these conversations because we actually we went through the same thing um and with me not saying um i'm not a good communicator i do however um when we start dating there are certain things of course with communicating certain things i a little bit struggled with we had a little bit like a couple complex uh around it because naturally i'm not that open and and with us it happens certain things i'm used to like just if there is a problem okay i deal with it myself it doesn't matter like whether with us or like um other things in in my personal life and right. all that um but i'm just like used to keep it myself Bottled i deal up. with it uh, i process it without having to like rely on anybody and then um to let them help but in our case you got to you got to be aware okay well you're not by yourself you're in a relationship you know you, there is someone out there that actually cares will listen and then sometimes you'll be able to help sometimes you won't be able to help you know but either or you got to communicate that way because of course if there's something like weighing you down your energy is going to be a little bit Absolutely. off so um and as with your partner your partner if they know they you notice. enough yeah, yeah. they're gonna notice you know yeah i think that happened between us like even if it's a little like little off yeah if i don't get the high properly if i don't get the what's up babe i don't get the kiss i'm like all right something's up what's bothering you and <laughs> yeah. the beginning you were like don't worry i'll take you. that's what it, yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. like you weren't sharing with me you're just like no no yeah it. because i'm i'm very independent and then i'm used to like just uh do things on my own so it was a little bit uncomfortable mm. for me to to share with you and not that I'm like afraid for you to judge me or anything but it's just like that's a natural for me okay I'm taking care of that I don't need to like mm. let anybody else to take care of it um but but then I realize how would affect our relationship mm. and so you start thinking okay well and I have to see the bigger picture and if i don't communicate there's a lot of problems going to come in the way um 
and that's not gonna get handled in the right way if I just keep it to myself. Right. I might be like that day I'm very temper and you know, which is <laughs> I'm not really. Um, but, but small but, things but can set so, you off. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know because I don't know what's bothering you. Exactly. And so when he started thinking, okay, I have to like be uncomfortable if I want this to grow. And, and that's hap- it happens in everything. It doesn't happen in just a relationship. And in every stage of your life, you have to be uncomfortable in order for you uh, to grow. And that's so, so one, of, one of the things, yeah, communication. Um, huge, huge thing. Really good answer. First of all, I like the fact that you're independent. I love that about you. That um, in my previous, you know, experiences, people weren't as independent as you. And you were like, I got everything. I'll take care of everything. Kind of self-sufficient woman, right? So that attracted me. Um, but at the same time, that's that's your masculine energy. That I'm I'm independent. Yeah. So you had to kind of reel that back. Now that you had someone that you can depend on that was going to take care of you, that was going to protect you, and then right. you had to switch that off for a little bit, yeah. and then turn it back on, turn it back off, right? It was, it was a game. Yeah, and same it thing, is, yeah. I'll, I'll flip the switch on, on me. In the beginning, I was very, uh, I wouldn't say afraid, but very uh, uncomfortable, like you said, yeah. of sharing any problems I dealt with, any business problems, clients, team members, mm-hmm. you know, worrying about five, six businesses. Yeah. I wouldn't share it with you, and you're like, what's wrong? I'll take care of it, and as a leader, I'm like, yeah. As, as a leader, guys, I'm like, you know, I'll take care. I don't want to put this burden on anybody else. Yeah. But then I had to get uncomfortable sharing with someone that would give me, like you said, either you give me good advice, mm-hmm. either you tell me to snap out of it, or yeah. either you tell me you're going to go, uh, you're doing fine, and you just kind of let me talk it out, and then good to go. Exactly. But exactly. now, now because, Yeah, because like you said, like, you with someone, if you're off, I'm just going to, I care about you enough, so I want to be there with you. Like you said, whether I'm going to help or not help, but I just want it to be there, uh, help as much as I can. Um, So it's it's not good for the relationship to shut down. Hmm. You know, don't shut down. Don't shut down. I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I did that, like, a lot. But, of course, uh, you learn your lessons, and then uh, just... uh, don't make the mistake. And the enjoy, next yeah, and just think of the the bigger picture. And you know, it, it is a lot of times. It is like in this in this social media world, yeah. um, in this digital fast paced world. You know, people do tend to have temporary relationships in something like this when it's a power couple dynamic. Mm-hmm. In this fast paced world, um, a lot of things are they do seem temporary. Mm-hmm. So when I have someone you know that's on my same frequency that wants to better me that can really add a lot of value to my life, yeah. uh, it changes the perspective. Absolutely. Because in the I I'm used to the temporary or the you know the used to the something that's not set in stone. Mm-hmm. And then when we bonded it's like damn, this person's a really a ride or die. Yeah. So how am I supposed to adapt my my totally independent lifestyle and mindset of mm-hmm. I'm going to be a leader, I'll solve it, don't worry about it, I got it, yeah. as opposed to, hey, babe, help me solve this right quick. What do you yeah. think about, that's, that's kind of what we do, right? What do you think yeah. about this? How do you think I should address this? How do you think I can go back and fix it? Do you think I did the right move? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you're like, hey, you did perfect, that's the best thing you can do. A yeah. lot of things you're like, hey, you did what you can, now don't worry about anything else. Exactly. And last thing's like, no, 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 you kind of, you could have done better. Yeah. And so how, how important is that negative communication, calling your partner out and really holding them to a higher standard? Because I think a lot of couples, they, they sugarcoat it, Correct. and they don't really 
help each other get better yeah. because they're trying to you know not not piss them off or trying to sugarcoat or you know tell them what they want to hear as opposed to telling them what mm -hmm. they need to hear yeah it, it's very important for you well like i said if you have that mindset uh a growth mindset uh and always wanted to you, when you see yourself you want to always be better every single day and you with that partner um that's going to come naturally to you to call them out because you care so much and and you want them to grow with you uh of course and that's just going to come naturally for like both of them mm. you know um with people that already sugarcoat it they're they're themselves they're not actually they don't like correcting themselves mm. you know so it's going to be hard for them to correct Ooh, others that's a good perspective so yeah that's a good one guys so the people who sugarcoat and they don't they're not honest they're usually not blunt and honest with themselves yeah that's just that's that's awesome so now when when someone does call the significant other out mm -hmm. why is it important to understand that they're coming from a place of love as opposed to a place of you know um, judgment or something mm -hmm. like that uh, you know you have to mention mm -hmm. that they're gonna say it correctly mm -hmm. you know maybe maybe during a conflict don't let them know during the conflict because mm -hmm. everyone's heated correct but then after the conflict like sit them down when you know you're, you're in a good state because yeah. you know when we're in conflict we just tune everything out absolutely it's like my absolutely. way well, I get my okay yeah that that's why it's so so important for you even during conflict like you said a, like a really perfect uh, example okay if you want to correct somebody uh, focus on what you have right now in hand. Well, what is actually the problem? And then whenever it's like, it's cool down a little bit and then you can just let them know, hey, what is was a better way for us to, uh, to do this? Or like if that someone did or say something at that moment, okay, mm. then you can let them know after, hey, I would love for you not to mention certain thing or like say a certain thing, okay. Now, um, What's important thing is people suddenly get defensive. Hmm. I was going to bring okay. that up. Yeah. Um, and naturally. Na naturally, okay. But you have to you have to really be mindful, um, and especially during conflict, if you want everything like go smooth as it is. Sometimes it just it doesn't go as that you you plan it. You know, even if you come in with with the right approach, let's say. Because right, right. um, you don't know, um, this person came in with the right approach, the other person, it, it, it didn't do the things that they were thinking they might do. And so that's why it's so, so important to just be mindful during conflict um, and make sure not to just blur things out because sometimes it, when during that heat, two people they will like start saying things that really didn't need to be said. Mm. You know, a lot of times um, it, it happens, especially when you're heated. And even if, like you said, even if you say the right things, the other person might still take it wrong. Because yeah, because it, well, at this at this time they're like shut down. They're they're not receiving anything. So anything you might say, it's not really gonna. You look so Get good today. It. Today? <laughs> <laughs> what about yesterday? Right, well, and, and that's why, so, that's why you really, it's important to to practice mindfulness. Because when, the more you practice that, the more 
during life, during conflict, during conversation or anything, you're going to be aware of yourself. Okay? So when a conflict happens, you'll be more aware of what you're going to say and how is your behavior is going to be. Okay? The more you you kind of notice that, the better the situation is going to be. You know? And I think is that's so important to for two people, they actually um, understand that um, in order for them not to have a really um, draining, stressful conflict, mm. you know? Very good point. I, I do want to bring up energy. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, so, you know, they say that when you're with someone, pick your partner correctly, pick your partner Absolutely. wisely. Absolutely. Uh, of Absolutely. course, not everyone does that. People go through one or two partners before they find the, you know, the actual soulmate, um, you know. But right, that, that's why you have to be very selective. Of course. Um, because like, people don't like understand like how your time is so important, and you should not be just like with temporary people. Um, you have to really protect your energy and time and who you're actually investing that time with you know? yeah but some it, sometimes people do make mistakes sometimes you might you know be with someone you end up you know correct. breaking up or divorce or whatever it, it might happen you know it doesn't Absolutely. mean you messed up it's a learning experience correct. as long as you don't have a you know a lot of times you look at different guys or girls and you see they're they're like oh i broke up with my ex and then you see the last five exes is almost the same person yeah so it, you have the same exactly. personality yeah, so yeah. you're not learning from your mistake yeah so you got to learn from your mistake and then level up and then of course you learned what you don't want. If the relationship didn't work out, you learned what you don't want. And then if it works, you know what you want. And mm -hmm. then you learned a little bit. It's a lesson. And you keep yeah. kind of, you know, uh, graduating up to the next step. So exactly. they say that when you pick your life partner, it's your, it's your partner for the next 50,000 meals. It's the partner for the next, you know, 15 vacations. It's yeah. the partner for the next, you know, 400 movies, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we don't really watch movies, but <laughs> you know, how, how do we spend our free time? Well, I, don't, I don't feel like we have a free time, honestly. Like when we're like away from each other, well, we don't obviously live together. But, um, but when we come together, we're actually doing something very useful. Even, I mean, if we're not doing big, big things, but we're still still doing. Um, we're in each other's presence. Exactly, exactly. And it could be something simple, like, you know, uh, to be full of disclosure with our, with our schedule, we don't get to see each other in the week. Yeah. I'll see her in the in gym, five minutes, 10 minutes. What's up, good morning, hope you have a good day. What's your, what's some things I can help you with? What are some things you can help me with? Um, and then if there's a meeting or a call later tonight, whatever, yeah, that's it. And then uh, you do a workout, probably you know, run into each other in gym, wink at each other. And then <laughs> you want to do abs? Today I'm done. Uh, today let's do abs. Let's do stair. I'll meet you at the stairmaster yeah. in five minutes. Yeah. And then um, during the week, maybe midweek, we'll see each Sun other one time. Yeah. We see. We uh, we just try to make that. Of course, quality time is one of our primary um, affirmations and uh, love language. <laughs> Not affirmations. <laughs> So, so quality time is one of our primary love languages, so Correct. we always try to make that yeah. time. But it could be something simple. It doesn't have to be something extravagant. Absolutely, it could be, yeah. We're both on our laptops doing our own thing, you know, ch checking content, reading something. Hey, babe, check this article. You know, uh, helping us. Just just different things, love, right? Yeah. Uh, or cooking together, eating together, um, yeah. walking to parks, stuff like that. But on the mm -hmm. weekends, we try to set that time apart where we Correct. turn the phone off. Exactly. Turn yeah. the phone off. Yeah. No work, no clients, no nothing. You know, no brothers, no siblings, no nothing, right? Exactly, because it, it's so important to 
like you said, especially when uh, two, two people are like their primary love language is like quality time. So to me, the reason I, I love that is it, having that quality time and being present with your, your loved ones, it's something, it's a, it's a huge thing. It means so much to me. And because that's something, I don't know, it's, it's different than any other love language. I feel like I can do the other ones, but as the quality time is different, like I can give your time for me, but you give me that. So it, mm. it's, a, it's a very special thing. Mm. Um, well said. Like you can give me acts of service, you can give me gifts, but I can't, you can't take my time unless I will. Exactly. So like when you saw like in the beginning, you thought like, okay, let me give, let me give, let me give. And but it's that's not the case. Okay, I can give myself. I can I can do certain things for for I can do everything for myself. But as a, the time with spending time with people that you love, that's a very uh, precious thing to actually you know um, to spend with. And, and so with us, um, and even it doesn't have to be with us. Uh, me naturally, whenever I'm with people, people that I love, I want to spend time with them. I tune out. I don't touch my phone. Mm. It's it's very important for you to just be present, focus um, uh, on the person in front of you, and really um, show that you're listening. If they're having something like saying or like a certain problem or whatever Absolutely. that uh, may be. I don't think we've ever had that problem. Yeah. The being aware. Um, oh yeah, because we're we're pretty in tune like that exactly. but it might be sometimes where I have you know a call or you might have a client or whatever we have to make do with that schedule so exactly other power couples have to understand that you gotta not only help your partner with their goals you gotta kind of fit yourself in and you Absolutely, gotta understand yeah. like, you're part of the journey and you know and to me like you know this is the same thing I told you you know in the beginning it's like mm -hmm. I don't want I don't want me to be your only priority. You know, a lot Correct. of people do that, like, I gotta do everything for my partner. Like, it's not uh, gonna work yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even for, for personally for myself, you know, uh, reading Way of the Superior Man, I know, mm -hmm. I don't know if there's yeah. a women version of that, but I know you read it I, too. I know, I read it. That's crazy. <laughs> you shouldn't, that's our secret. I read it, yeah, yeah. yeah I know secret. all the secrets now, so a woman reading. <laughs> yeah, so she'll give you some nuggets. Um, but uh, I learned, you know, not just with the book, but that put it into perspective, like my my career, my, my, my mission mm -hmm. is first. Because Correct. without that, I can't take care of you. Absolutely. I can't protect you. Uh, and a lot of people, yeah. they, they don't get that. Um, and I, it like, for for example, with us, um, okay, when we met, I still haven't, I didn't have a business yet, but you have, like, a bunch of business together. Right. So right. Um, seeing you, like, busy all the time and, and all that, I've I've always, like, the right thing is like, of course, to push you because I know I understand the mission, and and a lot of people, if you do not understand it, the mission, no, um, well, like I mean, that goes the same thing when we talked uh, in the beginning. Uh, you pref you form this power when two people have in the same mentality of growth. So it was easy for me um, to fit in when you are busy. And I remember like a lot of times you'd be like on your phone on a meeting, this and this and that. I would never get upset because you, there, there is something, I'm, I'm seeing the, the bigger picture and, mm. and that, that's what it takes, you know? Um, you gotta do the things that you need to take care of now and then um, it pays off. So you have to like really 
Um, Perfect. That's good. Yeah. Well, when we were laying on an island in Bali, and we're like, all right, all those exactly. Zoom calls paid off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but but like I said, it's a balance. So just like uh, during uh, quality time on Saturday. Yeah, it's about yeah, exactly. Out. FM mode and then, and then yeah, and then that's it because it is important. If, if let's say if you only your your mode is just work, 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 and then neglect anything else, then I, that's not gonna work. Not gonna work with me, no matter how I'm um, like uh, understanding I not am or yeah. with anybody. Uh, but that that's what makes it like what that makes you powerful. How to balance everything out, mm. you know? And that's um, what it is. It's a balance. Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just the more organized you are, the more of like aware you are, you're gonna fit everything. Um, and then you make this time for work, time for, um, and of course, as entrepreneurs, we're like always, of course, working. Work but more. yeah, um, but yeah, when it comes to quality time, we said that, and I think it's like. More, most of our favorite time is like going to actually take a trip together, and this is. So we have we have a system. Yeah. And of course, we've we've actually done it every perfectly every three months. Yeah. Since we met, and we got one more coming up for our one year. So, well, what you, you know, the system that we've created, uh, straight up, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs probably go through this, especially if you live with a significant other. You know, mm -hmm. they have this problem where they don't have quality time. I know some of my friends, some of our friends, they 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 don't really get to see each other during the day, even though they live together. Yeah. So it's like, you know, how do you balance that? So the system we came up with is uh, one day a week we'll have dinner together in the middle of the week. Yeah. Uh, we spend a weekend day together. Yeah. Um, you know, usually, uh, you know, we spend the night and mm -hmm. uh, we have that evening to the next day and that goes into our schedule. So we continue the gym the next day. Yeah. We continue eating healthy. Exactly. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll be getting fed by Sarah, so perfect. Um, <laughs> it's a win-win situation for me. But uh, <laughs> so with that being said, uh, you know, we, we have that schedule and then every once a month we do something with the fam, the whole crew Correct. together, you yeah. know, going out, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then once every three months, a quarter, we take a trip. Correct. So we'll take a trip, just me and you. Could be a different city. Take the weekend, you know, half a week, just get away, reset, mm -hmm. go explore, create some experiences. Exactly. Um, yeah, this is how we spend our time. Even like on the weekends, like we, we don't just actually just chill or we're, anything we, we never we, chill. we never chill i've seen like, like we, two movies with you yeah <laughs> one, one of them being think and grow rich I, <laughs> exactly yeah um we we like to go out and explore experience new things we, and photo and, shoots and, and stuff photo, like exactly this is our like our quality time yeah, yeah. We, quality time for guys time. taking four thousand pictures of the girls and they like it <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not that yeah, 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 I, I enjoy taking I all the different angles. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. Maybe like 20 of them. 20. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, that's, you know, you have to balance, you have to find that balance, especially, yeah. um, you know, knowing that you have to balance work and you have to spend time with loved ones. And that's just not a relationship. That's anything. It could be siblings, it could be kids, it could be parents, Correct. it could be anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to learn that balance. Uh, you know, my, one thing that I had to deal with growing, uh, growing up. Uh, we all lived together, mm -hmm. and then when I moved away, I had to find time to go back once a week, go have dinner with my parents. Yeah. Now being in a different city, I gotta go once a month or invite them out, fly them out, whatever. Yeah. But you gotta make time because Absolutely. why do you do this stuff for the freedom? Why do we, why do we do all these things? For the freedom to do whatever we want. Absolutely. And and it's funny because the discipline of doing it consistently, six months, one year, two year, three years. Sometimes it takes five, ten years, mm -hmm. but then eventually you have the freedom where you can get up. Me and you can get up and go fly anywhere. 
um, take exactly. our families, go somewhere, you know, um, have the freedom to start multiple ventures and all that. So finding the time is so important, guys. And if you're having, if you're struggling with that, kind of keep up with what we're doing. Build a system. Give yourself exactly. a reward system. Give yourself a, um, you know, uh, a checks and balances where you both give up, sacrifice, maybe, you know, different things to kind of make that work. So figure out your love languages and then create that system. So, yeah. so the, the topic that I was really excited to talk to you about, you know, I do, I do want to mention the fitness stuff. I want to talk about the different businesses, mm -hmm. but the, to the topic I really want to talk to you about because it, it played such a pivotal role in my life once you taught me mm -hmm. was meditation. So talking about meditation, how has it played a role in your life?